Well, this is an exciting time for my next guest. After more than a decade, Julie Black has released a new single called No Relation. She has a new long-form music project on the way. It's not like Canada's queen of R&B hasn't been busy after bursting onto the Canadian music scene in the late 90s. The Toronto-born artist racked up six top 40 hits, won a Juno Award, a bunch of Juno and much music nominations before moving into theatre, TV hosting, and much, much more. Well, she's back to music now and joining me is singer, songwriter, producer, actor, Juno Award winner, and recent Canada's Walk of Fame inductee, Julie Black. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I love that intro. I need that as a ringtone. <laughs> exactly. Um, congratulations on the on the new song. I mean, I know it's it's been a while. Uh, what's it like to be back? And what what was the inspiration to say I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give sort of a sing- a new track a try? Yeah. Well, I love using the word forward um, more so than back. There's not go- there's not really going back anywhere. So it's nice to to move forward um, with music. And really have fun again, um, you know, especially after my mom. Like this is like pre my mom being around and then post my mom being on earth. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I took a pause to really to really live a life, to tell a story, not to mention just really focus on who I am more so than what I've done and what I'm doing. Um, so it's nice. It's nice to, to have no pressure. It's nice to really have you know, every, every win, everybody saying they've heard it or they like it or ask me a question about it. That's a win. I'm not looking at streams. I'm not looking at likes, views, follows. In fact, I was, I've been off social media personally uh, since December. So yeah. I just, you know, I have my, my, one of my really close friends who understands my voice to just handle my social media for now. And I just needed to take a mental health break. So it's nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're not alone. I mean, what's it like to be, I mean, even the music industry, and I'm, I'm not, obviously not in the music industry, but it seems to have changed so much in the past 10, 15 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even oh since goodness. you first got into it, how do, you, how do you make sense of it all now as an artist? That's such a good question, Ben, like a really, really good question, because I, I come from an era where when I first started, it was really like, we see you, we choose you, we're going to groom you. We're going to develop you or we're going to stand behind you for albums, many, many albums. And that was the that was kind of the the the, the outline. And so now it's like, OK, you could, you know, put up music yourself and do all the things by yourself. So I had a hard time for, for a good, good, good amount of time where I was like, OK, so what what are we doing? There's I'm my publicist or I'm supposed to go on TikTok and I'm very social, very technically savvy. Like I'm not, I don't fear technology at all, but what happened was it's like, you end up spending so much time there for me, it impacted my creativity. So I'm like, I'm a songwriter, legit songwriter, but it was really, I'm like, how am I, I didn't have capacity to write these songs. Cause I was like, my screen time was next level. So, you know, now I'm at the point where I'm really sitting in gratitude. And I, what really helped me a lot is the pandemic. The pandemic leveled the playing field to me. How so? It, well, did, it, did the the pandemic didn't discriminate? Rich, poor, black, white, everybody was in the same situation. You know, whether you needed help from the government or not, whether you're isolated by yourself or you're in a full family with kids, husband, wife, everybody, but you still feel by yourself. Everybody had to, to me, I think, had to take a moment to say, "Huh, what is what is life? What on earth am I here for? Like, what's what's my purpose here?" You know, I remember there was people that would turn up their nose at people who um, sent their kids that were doing homeschooling. Oh, that's now called virtual learning. 
Oh, same thing. Ah, right. So that's where I was like, you know what? I took a, I took a, I was able to exhale over the past little while. So one part it was like, okay, a lot of social media, but on the flip side, it's like, you know what? When it's all said and done, if my, my mom would say in her kind of old school Jamaican way, she'd be like, if my eyes were to close today, then I could say I'm happy with, with what my legacy would be in really bringing joy to people. Like at the end of the day, I know what I'm good at music and speaking and, you know, being uh, kind by nature and, and very generous and meaningful, then I'm good. Tell me a bit about Thank the video you. because I, the track is great. The video is very different um, from videos of the past, for instance. Um, mm -hmm. I, I was sort of looking over your Empowered in My Skin uh, project as well. How much, what was the message from the video? And maybe you could just describe a little bit to our listeners what the video is about and who's in it and why. Oh my goodness. So the video is really about um, like empowering yourself think outside of the box to be, you know, I have this kind of like a bit of a Charlie's angels, you know, tribe of women that are, of you know, uh, that are all visible. And uh, as far as one scene and wrong, there's a scene where I'm on this, in these glass boxes and in the boxes, it's like money, you know, like things that people think actually have value more than their humanity. And so I'm just kind of like, telling this story of, of this, of what I'm not going to tolerate anymore. Um, and when I say like, you know, no relation, for example, that's the title, that's the name of the song I'm talking about. I'm not relating to, you know, low self-worth. I'm not going to relate to people, anybody, anybody, like you're taking me away from my dignity. You know, it's really about rediscovering who I am more so than what I do. And so there's also a scene where there's a, um, a, a, a wooden table and rather than so there's a scene where there's some you see one of the the extras amy she's building the table she see her with like tools and every woman is like the the three dancers they have tools and the whole concept is if you don't have a seat at the table corporately in your home wherever then build your own table and so that's where we're that's where the video gets to where it's like you know, I have Sangeeta it's from ET Canada, Diane Clemens, I have Tanya Kim and, you know, Jennifer Valentine and a, just a bunch of women in the media who are usually put up against each other because we work for different networks. Um, Sarah, who's a, the, the birth papaya, you know, Inka Chi, who's a, she's like a high executive at TD Bank, et cetera. A bunch of us. It's just like, hey, you know what? We're better together. We are better together. And that's the whole premise going from being by myself to having these four women help me build this table. There's even a scene where you see some statues and that's kind of, uh, it resents like, you know, not, not becoming a projection of what somebody else thinks you're supposed to be, you know? And so and continue to be agile and fluid uh, in your life, in your emotions, et cetera. So it's a fun video. It, it, we did it all in one day here in Toronto and, um, I'm very, very grateful that I was able to actually get that to happen. And I'm back with uh, Julie Black, Juno Award winning artist. I'm talking about her new song, No Relation. Also talking now a bit about uh, February is Black History Month. And um, you, you put together a really interesting song list uh, to, to sort of expose listeners, if they so choose, to some of the great music that's come out of this country from Black artists over the past many years. It goes all the way back to the early 70s, I think, maybe even earlier. What was it like? choosing that list and, and what did you learn in doing it? 
Well, I um, it was. I'm just grateful that they asked me to do this. And shout out to Aisha Wickham for for always creating space um, for me, especially when those when many basically forgot about me at times. And so to put this together, um, I actually there was a different. There's a, a kind of there's a couple steps that I took. One was I just I I started with the women that you know, we're in my kind of like the class of, so I was like, let me pull up Divine and Melanie Fiona. And I just grabbed some names. I was like, huh, you know, if we were all to go on tour together, what would that look like? You know, that was the first thing first for me, like what type of tour could we do? You know, and then some of the, some of the features that I was on is like the time when there wasn't an opportunity for R&B music to really thrive. I ended up on songs with Cardinal. You know, I did a song with Nas. I was on the Waving Flag, you know, remix, et cetera, with Canaan. So I went through that process as well. And I was thinking about the generation, you know, right now, you know, the, the Havaya Mighty and Savannah Ray and various artists in that way. I was like, huh, okay, let's put some of those on there. And then I was like, you know, even though I'm out in full transparency, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't educated about Liberty Silver and, you know, even, even about Salome Bay. Like I know, I knew her because I, her kids, we sang together, but I listened to her music. And so, you know, there are certain people I was like, oh, okay, we need to make sure that we have, this is a piece, a, a legacy piece where people could actually go on and, and hear Here's some of these amazing women. And then, of course, my brothers in the game, from Socrates to Shaclair, as I mentioned, Cardinal, you know, and then those who are doing it, those would be considered big right now. You know, The weekend is, is obviously doing its thing, not to mention Drake. We are thinking about chaos and, you know, just a lot of, lot of, um, lot of, lot of people that I think people really need to, 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 give their flowers, you know, and there's some that Ontario Creates came with, you know, they added some like, okay, would you consider this or that? I says, listen, I'm not going to say no, as long as there's room, let's put them on. You know, I did a full concert series with Nathan Nathaniel Dett Choir. Right. And that was my first time I spent six weeks learning, learning the Negro spirituals. And it was a full on like workshop type thing to finally do the concert. And that educated me a lot about the song, what the songs meant and how, you know, slaves would sing their way, sing their messages from plantation to plantation. So, you know, it was, it was really, really a nice experience and to put the, some reggae on there yeah. too. You know what I mean? Anna McLean, et cetera. So I was grateful. Yeah. I mean, I'm always thinking about this, listening to it. You know, it, there is a Canadian sound that is different from, from a British sound or, or an American sound to some extent. And it kind of comes through in that playlist and it's, and it's, and it's inspiring to think about Canada's having that, having its own sound, its own R and B sound to put it that way. Yeah. Thank you. And I think many don't realize that we actually have a sound, a flavor, you know, there's, there's, there's a there's texture, there's lived experience, uh, you know, the industry, you know, the music business has become so huge and even, you know, having such big mega stars now to come out of Canada, black stars to come out of Canada. That I think people forget that there's, there's a foundation here. Yeah, you're part of that foundation for sure. When you look at some of the some of what's happened in the past little while, and there's, there seems to be at least a fear of a rate of, of intolerance growing as a backlash to some of what's happened in the past ten years. Do you see that at all? Do you, do you when you see something like a Confederate flag on Parliament Hill, does it does it does it worry you? Does it does it? What do you what do you make of that? 
I, I'd rather see it than not see it. I think Canada has been, uh, you know, racism in Canada has been so overt and so subliminal and so systemic. And mm. some people are under the impression that it doesn't even exist. Um, right. So I'd rather know than not know. Pull out all your flags. Let's go. Because then I, I could know how to navigate through my life and, and know, you know, where to position myself and not live in fear, but live in knowledge. Okay. That's what it yep. is. That's what's, that's what's going on. Then it's good to know. Yeah. That's a great point of view. Absolutely. Um, what next? I know that I know the back to the music, cause that's where we started. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that, that this was a, uh, that no relation is the beginning of something more. What's next? Mm-hmm. Um, three, four more singles. Like the album is done. It's called three rocks and a slingshot. Okay. It's an ode to David and Goliath. And I've had many, Goliath over the past, you know, 10 years uh, that I've slayed through my rocks have been resilience and love and, you know, and so many other things, making the, you know, the right decisions and standing behind them. Um, But really to be totally open and I'm really focused on the now to get me to the next. So, you know, there's been so much emphasis. I know I will say, especially in honor of Black History Month, that I'm really excited for the day when Black creatives don't have to start over every project, you know, to be able to thrive in the spaces of Blue Rodeo and Feist and Serena Ryder and Shania and Celine and Nickelback and Justin Bieber and I think Sean Mendez and the list goes on where they don't have to start over every single time. There's a gap that needs to be closed where we could have solid, sustainable careers where, you know what, we could go into project to project and then start to pull other artists in, you know, and have a true industry that is representative of what Canada is supposed to be, which is multicultural and diverse. So, you know, I'm really, really developing who I am in the now um, so that my next is really, really solid. Julie Black, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much.